of the Antisocial Show. This happens to be our Christmas and New Year's uh, special, so I just want to wish everyone out there a uh, Merry Christmas, hope it was great, and a uh, Happy Healthy New Year, and I want to start by saying that 2016 can fuck right off. Yes, indeed. I most heartily agree. It is not even over yet, and I'm already got, I've got a pool in my head of wonderful people that I'm hoping will make it till the end of the year. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it seems that uh, 2016 was the year for a lot of people to uh, pass, and uh, more recently we just lost uh, Carrie Fisher and um, her mom, actually. Yeah, yes, indeed. I was uh, just thinking of watching uh, Singing in the Rain not that long ago, because uh, it was probably the first movie I saw with Carrie Fisher in it, excuse me, with Debbie Reynolds in it, and it's still a great movie. Oh, I happen absolutely. to like musicals. Phenomenal. I, I happen to be a fan of classic musicals. I don't know if that'd be a surprise to anybody who knew me. <laughs> classic musicals, man. You you can't you can't uh, beat the uh, classical musicals, man. This is like when a time when like you actually went out someplace, like you got dressed up, you know, or even if you're at home, like you know, reliving the moment. But you know, you got dressed up, you know, you you took your significant other out, and you you got some like you know culture, and you know you got some. Something of interest and something that you could take away from and have, you know, memories and stuff. Not just, like, sitting in front of your TV or whatever and just, like, watching something, but actually going and, like, feeling the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like if you were world, to um, go to the uh, – what's that uh, – uh, what's that that, that uh, one everyone's ranting and raving about now? It's it's, it's a musical, but, you know, uh, it's going to be a uh, – is it is it Hamil Hamilton? Yes, the Hamilton. Yes. Now, yeah, that's I heard the one everyone's going to be talking about for years to come. I'll tell you, I remember hearing about Hamilton, a, 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 I think kind of early. I had heard it uh, on a on a podcast that I it was Ricky Lindholm, uh, half of Garfunkel and Oates, and she mentioned I think it was the podcast either Doug Loves Movies, maybe Comedy Bang Bang, where she said she had been listening to the soundtrack of Hamilton all day and was just loving it. I, I, not, I'm thinking it was probably Doug Loves Movies. I'm not sure. But then and then a few months later, you know, at least, well, maybe not a few months, but a little bit later, I started hearing a bunch of people talk about it. Um, uh, John Stewart returned for a brief moment on uh, Stephen Colbert's uh, late night show and uh, made reference to Hamilton uh, or specifically Lin-Manuel Miranda. 
and um, it's it's become a phenomenon. It's become uh, I, I have not uh, seen it. I have not heard any tracks from it yet, but uh, I, I certainly I certainly look forward to hearing bits of it. I, it was only just last week that I finally actually heard a song or part of a song. That is the part that they presented on the Emmys of the Book of Mormon musical, which I still have not uh, heard more of. And I hear that's fantastic as well. I've yet to have heard any any of that uh, from uh, from that musical. Man, I definitely want to check that one out. Um, the Hamilton, I got to see like clips and and bits of it from I, I saw on 60 Minutes. Actually, I was watching it on uh, Christmas uh, Christmas actually, and mm-hmm. they, were, they were talking about it, interviewing uh, the uh, the writer and of the play who happens to play Hamilton in the play in the musical and it's uh well put together actually I liked it enough to make me actually want to go see it you know like everyone needs to have like that Hamilton experience you know oh certainly um I know it's only a matter of time before that it starts well maybe not maybe it might take longer but uh the theater scene up here tends to um put on pretty elaborate uh, productions at times, and uh, they're not above uh, taking a stab at something that might be considered, considered uh, up, upper level. I know that the live version of The Little Shop of Horrors has a fully articulated puppet, um, and uh, the, the, it's been, it was done at least twice up here before I moved away, so it's, you know, maybe even since then. But, I, you know, I've been back now. Anyway. I would um, like to see that, actually. You know, I'd really like to see though, and this is one that goes back about um, to 2003-ish, right? And it won three Tonys back then. A uh, little uh, show called Avenue Q, which was hilarious. And that I've heard all of the songs from it, but I've never seen a performance, a full performance of it. I've only ever seen clips on YouTube. Avenue Q is probably one of the funniest things, uh, and and it's especially great for people of the uh, Sesame Street generation, of which I am. Oh, I'm definitely a, a part of that generation. I mean, yeah, I mean, anything with, like, a puppet, you know what I mean? Or anything, like, in relations to it. Have you ever seen, um, this is not too far off the track, um, from what we're talking about, but have you ever seen the movie Time Bandits? Several times. It was, it was probably the first uh, time travel movie I ever saw, and it's also um, the first movie that my family ever rented on VHS back when VHS started uh, being rentable um, for the home viewer. Well, you know that you know that scene when they go back in time and they're like, you know, in France during Napoleon. Yes. And he's watching the puppet show and shit, and he's like, "No, this is not funny." I don't want to see that shit. I want to see puppets, little things hitting each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's kind of like the generation we're from. Like anything with puppets, like you know, like uh, fucking the Muppets and shit. You know, Dark Crystal. Um, oh sure, yeah, and, Labyrinth. Uh, um, uh, ha- uh, what's a guy's name? Uh, Hanson. Henson, Jim Henson. Yeah, Jim Henson. I mean, he's like the master dude. I'm like anything to do with like puppets and shit like that is just hilarious you know like i mean we spent our childhood watching like you know a grouch in a trash can fucking you know count like one two three ah, ah, dracula you know and fucking mm-hmm, elmo mm-hmm. Yep. and and uh, yep. big bird and shit so i mean i totally get you dude 
Cephalopagus. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what the uh, hell was he anyway? Was he like an elephant of some kind? I believe so. I think he was a. I think he was a woolly mammoth. A woolly uh, mammoth. And you know what? A woolly. This is gonna like boggle your mind, dude. But you ever like w- like think about this? Like, didn't those like puppets like or muppets, whatever you want to call them, didn't they seem high to you? Like they looked high to you. <laughs> I uh, didn't have any concept of what that was when I was watching it, but actually now I'd like to take it back. I think Snuffleupagus is a Snuffleupagus. I think, I think Snuffy, it's Snuffy is the uh, the name. But you know what? I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, yeah, look that up because I, I have to know like what what the hell he is. Oh my God, Mister Snuffleupagus, Aloysius Mister, I can't even pronounce the word. Yes, uh, Snuff. Uh, apparently, the first name is listed as. Uh, Aloysius, Aloysius, uh, or Aloysius, but I believe it's Aloysius, uh, Snuffleupagus. Um, um, well, <laughs> he was created as a woolly mammoth without tusks or visible ears, mm-hmm. has, a lo- has a long, thick, pointed tail, s- similar in shape to that of a dinosaur or other reptile. Hmm. He has so- long... <laughs> Sorry, it's long, thick brown hair and a trunk or snuffle that drags along the ground. <laughs> he is Big Bird's best friend and has a baby sister named Alice. I don't remember <laughs> Alice at all, do you? I might. I have some very fuzzy memories. I, I didn't when I read it, but uh, I'm thinking there is a little snuffleupagus now that I might have seen in the past. It's 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 a very fuzzy memory. Interesting, um, interesting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was just thinking. So, have you? I'm sorry. Did you? Had you seen or heard anything from Avenue Q? I, I didn't hear any follow up to that because the sound had dropped out, and I wasn't sure. Uh no, I'm uh, well. I'm gonna start tonight by putting together a bucket list of. of, of musicals and i will definitely check that one out i have not heard anything uh from it like the tracks or nothing okay well let's see here um i'm going to send you a link to something and then you can get to it in a moment or whenever you want to but um okay there's a special con somebody basically took a bunch of um somebody took a bunch of clips of of one of the songs for avenue q done in different um Different, different mediums. Like one was, I think, uh, live from the balcony. One was, I think, an appearance on either Ellen or The View. And then they just sort of stitched it together and made it one coherent thing. So mm. it's the closest thing to this that exists, basically. But it's one of the best songs, if this works. Okay, here's a link. All right. And then you can let me know what that is when you get a moment. So, yeah. Wow, it's been easy. Terrible year for um, for just amazing people. I uh, let's see, looking at science fiction people, just just people associated with science fiction and or music, or comedy or classic TV. I mean, good lord, there was a a member of the cast of Firefly that passed on. Uh, it was Ron Glass. Um, we lost another mem- cast member of Babylon Five. Did we? Yeah, well, I didn't know about this, but Jerry Doyle wow. this year. Yeah, Garibaldi, good lord. He was a good one too. Like he was like when you when you think of like um like space shows, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you you think about like who's your like who's your favorite characters and shit. Like as far as like security wise, I mean, you had like Mr. Odo from uh, Deep Space Nine, Worf from the Enterprise, oh, yeah. Garibaldi oh, yeah. from um, Babylon, Babylon Five. And it's now we're just like losing fucking everybody, you know. I mean, but 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 for some reason, you know, we we lost a shit ton of actors in in 2016, and I'm sure like you know, people in our personal lives as well. But we haven't lost Betty White yet. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. No, yeah, there is a very distinct group of people that I'm forming in my head where it's like there's people who've been around for a while and have done amazing things that I'm thinking of, and it's like, uh, and then there are ones that like are kind of wild cards or like just because of, you know, who else is going to come in at the end of the year? Because we're literally three days, I mean, on you, you are two days away from me. <laughs> I've essentially got two days left in this month. I've got a little bit more left in this day, but you've got the, oh no, I'm sorry, you've got the 29th, the 30th, and the 31st, so... You're on the 29th right now. It's the 29th for you, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, there's three days left. So would you like to hear a short, uh, just, just off the top of my head, some of the people I'm, I'm like really worried about? Yeah, go ahead. I don't mean like in the family. I mean like, you know, famous people, whatnot, or people that I just imagine that this is, it's going to take them, you know. Uh, okay, so Robert De Niro. Okay. Al Pacino. Gotcha. Dustin Hoffman. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, now now for wild cards. Uh, not not wild cards. Uh, sorry, let me back to the Meryl Streep. Yeah, yeah, she's up there, isn't she? But not. This isn't about either even necessarily being older. This is about just the randomness. Ran- well, yeah, it's true too because you know Carrie Fisher wasn't. She was only sixty years old, so she wasn't even old. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, Debbie Reynolds was tw- only uh, eighty-four, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And they're would both very young. Carrie, when they, would you consider Carrie Fisher a wild card? As oh well, as far as being unexpected, yeah, I think the the huge, the biggest one was both of them. I mean, that was just good lord. But I mean, like, and you know, not to make this a game, I just mean like who's next essentially. It's just it's kind of it being, it being random because it seemed to be the list that I got here. There were played some political figures, and there was uh, you know, but but like. I'll just read just you know, some of these will be the people we've heard. So Demi Reynolds, I kind of made a small list of, just based on faces that I recognized because there are some people who I, who I didn't recognize visually, but I kind of noted them and I, I or sometimes I clicked on them. Oh, it's them. Okay. So I mean, Demi Reynolds, of course, Carrie Fisher, good Lord, George Michael on Christmas just recently. Oh yeah, absolutely. Wham! Uh, you know that's a music one. Another music one, Leonard Cohen this year, just very recently. Mm-hmm. Right after the election, that that really blew. Um, you know, and then of course we had Prince and David Bowie, uh, um, <clears throat> Alan Rickman. Wow, you know, we just watched we watched Die Hard because you know it's a, Ooh, it's a yeah we lost we lost him too this year. Christmas film, so we watched you know, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Mr. Takagi won't be joining us for the rest of his life. Um, so uh, I didn't know that. I mean, I didn't remember it. Muhammad Ali. I forgot that he had died. He had passed on. Yep. Shah Jahan Gabor just very recently. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Alan Thick. That was shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Florence Henderson. Holy cats. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. That was a bummer. Yeah. George Kennedy. Character actor George Kennedy. Who? Dolores. George Kennedy. Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dolores Roberts. Dolores Roberts, yep. Uh, Nancy Reagan. 
That was a big one, too. That was a pretty big one. China. China for the WWE, yeah. Uh, she actually, um, you know, whatever whatever you want to say about her, like, you know, personally, I mean, you know, on a, on a professional level, she definitely brought back the women's division in wrestling, and she made it more interesting to the fact that she could actually show the audience that she can compete in a ring with men. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, would, I, I need to go back in time and watch some, uh, not literally back in time, back in the archives and watch some of her matches because uh, there was a whole period of wrestling that kind of like escaped my notice. Um, so and, that, and she was in that period of time because I was sort of the classic kind of like when it was still called the WWF. Ah, uh, so you were you're back in the old uh, Attitude Era. Um, even before that, I was the, um, I was the rock and roll wrestling cartoon, like, uh, era, era. like, so when they had like, you know, uh, Captain Lou Albano, Mr. Fuji, the Iron Sheik. I used uh, to watch that show. Nikolai Volkov, Under the Giant, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Jimmy Hart, uh, Hulk Hogan, of course. Um, Mr. Wonderful, uh, Roddy Rowdy Piper, also rest in peace, not this year, but very recently. Yeah, very recently, yeah. Uh, he Did died in uh, 2015. Okay, yeah, good lord, Gary Shandling. Yes. Good lord. Uh, I mean, did I mention Kenny Baker? No, we did. I don't think he did. We did on our on, a listen, on an episode that nobody listens to. <laughs> episode three. Um, so, so uh, you were more of the WWF golden era, is what I was going to say. Well, I mean, okay. I'll, I'll accept that. I mean, it was the, it was right. It was, I think Vince McMahon senior that was running the show. Uh, it was, bef- I didn't like, there was a whole era before I was born that still was like televised wrestling. Like you remember, remember the movie creep show? Uh, yeah. Remember he's watching wrestling on television and it's like gorgeous George or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I mean, that was like, you know, there's some old school, showcase wrestling going back well you know. the, the golden era doesn't mean you're you're old dude because the, the golden era actually started in uh the 80s actually so, right oh i see what you're saying so what's the pre-golden era called well they're they're actually i'm, I'm not really sure because it's like the early years <laughs> the early years yeah 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 we'll call it the early years because because basically um not to get on a, a whole you know, not to get away too far of what we were talking about, but just really quickly, um, Vince uh, bought it. You know, bought the company from his father, right? Yeah. And back before he bought it, it was basically just territories. It was like a bunch of territories. So I think his father had uh, Connecticut and New York as a ter- uh, as a territory. And when he, when he bought it, he kind of went around and, and bought up like a shit ton of territories and just made it like a like a organization, like a global type thing. You know what I mean? I see. So it started like in in eras. So when you when you and everyone kind of argues about like you know what the names of these eras are, but or eras are or whatever you want to call it. But it's basically like you know you have like the golden era, which has mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, you know, Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, um, Gorgeous George, uh, uh, Ricky Steamboat. Remember Ricky uh, the Steamboat Dragon? I do not. Yeah, yeah. He, he was uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, the Killer Bees, Captain Lou Albano, the Sheik. Um, I, I remember Randy Macho Man Savage. Yep. And then it went he into in, the sorry. Attitude Era, which was in the 90s. Uh, okay. Yeah, did, so. did you... 
Do you remember Randy Machman Savage in the uh, first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. That I'm was sorry, like that was, was cool. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, uh, when was that? Like 2000 or something like that? 2001? Something like that. Something like Ooh, that. I mean, yeah. I... <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim. Step into a Slim Jim. Ooh, the belt is mine, yeah. And I'm going to take you down, and you're going to go down. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's hilarious. Uh, okay, so imagine you're that guy, right? Uh-huh. You still imagine you know you still sound like that guy. Like imagine it's you're, you're that guy inside this person's head, right? Right. So now imagine that a um, that you're at a car wash. Okay. Right. And you're the person who uh, makes sure that it gets through from one side to the other. Like it's not the one where people are using the hose and they're doing their own finishing up, but it's the part where you've got to make sure that it's going through. But you also you know you got to tell them the people to remain in their cars. So what would you say? If I was Macho Man Randy Savage? Yeah, well, or just, you know, you were just a, a, a washing station uh, attendant that was possessed by, you know, Well, what Randy I would Macho say Man. is... Yeah. Check it out! The car's gonna go from one side to the other, and it's gonna have hot wax over here. You wanna stay in your car, because otherwise there might be an accident, and we're not gonna claim injury Wax on you. You don't want that because you're gonna get your skin burned. <laughs> nice. You remember Mean Gene Okerlund? Huh? You remember Mean Gene Okerlund? Oh hell yeah, dude. Who doesn't remember a good old Mean Gene Okerlund? He he also uh, turned up in the that cartoon I was talking about. Like he was portrayed in that. I remember to think watching of... that on Saturdays, and it was like the like oh, the yeah. best cartoon of my life, dude. I'm telling you. Oh, you know, it was pretty fun. I mean, I remember it being fun. I remember being amused by it. It was, you know what, so like it was right around the time of the first, the first um, WrestleMania happened, essentially. That's sort of my era. And then, like, they were putting, uh, it's around the time I started, I started taping episodes of Saturday Night Lives to watch later. Um, there would be like the fourth Saturday in the month wouldn't have Saturday Night Live. It would have, um, it would have wrestling. It was called the main event. And then you so, you know, that's sort of how I discovered it. And then, you know, before too long, Mr. T was caught up in it. And then, uh, Oh yeah. Mr. T. And then, so then you got like, you know, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T palling around and, uh, showing up on, on, uh, Saturday live as, uh, you know, quote unquote, Prince's bodyguards during a, a, a you know, a new shoot, uh, recording of, we are the world that, where that Prince is recording because people didn't, ask him to be on we are the world so he's doing his own version mm-hmm. and and you know and uh, it's played by billy crystal and he's just trying to get the song done and people keep you know people keep coming in to uh, trying to get in on the track like uh gary kroger's being um bruce springsteen and i think pamela i can't remember her last name is being um cindy lopper and they're just getting you know conked on the head and dragged out by the bodyguards played by hulk hogan and mr t that's hilarious it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. And then they're like on Richard Belzer's show and Hogan accidentally puts it. Well, not accidentally. He puts a sleeper hold on him or whatever he puts on him. Belzer goes out like a light and bumps his head and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I mean, I'm sorry. That's, that's you know, that's not shot in for you. That's my uncomfortable reaction to how 
how macabre that sounded all coming out at once. So my apologies to Mr. Belzer, <laughs> who doesn't, because, <laughs> you know, he's listening. But seriously. <laughs> you know, speaking of Prince, I'm, I'm glad you brought Prince up. Here's an interesting fact about Prince that I've never mentioned it on the show before. Did you know Prince, when he was alive, had, had a vault of stuff that he, he never put out? I had heard that. I, I Do you know where I heard that? You probably do. Where? On An Evening with Kevin Smith 1. Yes, that's where I heard he, it from. And of course, also just called An Evening with Kevin Smith. Correct. But, so somewhere but, yeah. in his vault, there is unfinished work by Kev Smith mm-hmm. on a documentary oh, that, he, that he filmed, I guess, and directed for Prince, all because yeah. Prince fell in love with the movie Dogma. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what the yeah. That's a good story, by the way. On that, on that. I mean, if anybody's a Kevin Smith fan, and uh, you know, if you are, you generally probably also like hearing him talk. Um, and this is a great chance to hear him just tell stories from you know. Well, you know, there's a whole timeline. It's he's created a world basically. So I mean. Uh, you can see how the you can trace how the world has evolved if you are want to do. It's 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 almost like a live action comic book unfolding, you know. Oh, absolutely. On the way on the way home from work, I was listening to Kevin Smith uh, and Scott Mosier on Smodcast. Oh yes. Yeah, and they were talking about um, Star Wars, you know, like Rogue One and all that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and they and uh, but my thing is like because I know how it, like how it's affecting me. It's like. But how is the Star Wars universe now affected to the fact that we lost Carrie Fisher, like as someone like iconic? You know, what I'm saying as as her when she played Princess Leia. You know, it's like no one else in my mind can can play that character now. It's it's completely sealed. You know what I mean? Oh, of course, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm very sad. Oh, I understand absolutely. that. Uh, I mean, but I'm sure you know. Every, I mean, everybody that. Uh, Everybody that was a fan, you know, of hers. I mean, she was, of course, largely associated with the Star Wars universe. She wrote um, books. I'm sorry, I was just thinking about. I was just having this conversation with my parents the other day. I recommended, uh, I recommended a movie called Postcards from the Edge, based on her uh, her book, Postcards from the Edge, and it stars Meryl Streep as essentially Carrie Fisher, and her the the mother character is played by uh, of, of essentially Debbie Reynolds is. Played by Shirley MacLaine, and it's a, a Mike Nichols film. Oh, nice. By the way, Mike Nichols. By the way, Mike Nichols rest in peace last year, I believe. Yeah. And uh, and that was, you know, the last film he directed was uh, one I saw very recently. That's very good. I, I, I it's. Uh, did you ever see Charlie Wilson's War? I did. Yeah. Good lord. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so yeah, the Star Wars universe. It's um. I don't. I really don't know what to say about it. All it's like it's it's just you know it's it's very sad when somebody who's associated with something that is so beloved, um, it had such a uh, I don't know what the word is. I want to say indelible, but I'm not sure that I would be using it correctly. Um, so somebody who is so associated with generally what is considered to be the high point of the series, which is the original three episodes. Absolutely. Um. I don't know, but it's like it's all, you know, it's it's entertainment. It's all frivolous, but it's still very sad when people who are entertaining and who are people who are associated with, you know, our good memories, essentially. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you happen to be, you know, a Star Wars fan and not even like 
somebody that like runs out and like collects all the merchandise or whatever, but somebody that like truly like appreciated what the franchise brought, you know, and and growing up, um, yeah, in, in the in the generation that you and I have, and we're not that far mm-hmm. apart in age, Mm-mm. you know. No, I would, yeah, like. Growing up, like, watching these films, like, sitting there and, like, you know, like, hearing the fucking, like, you know, hearing the, the, the orchestra play the, the opening theme music and seeing Star Wars and, you know, and, and just, like, the whole thing, you know, and, and I mean, it, it really is, like, a, a universe unto itself, and to have somebody like that just, you know, to pass away, it's, 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 it's really sad, I mean... In my mind, like no one can ever replace Carrie Fisher. Certainly. You know, it's like don't know why they. It's like when you when you give like because you got to think about it. When did the first Star Wars movie come out? Nineteen seventy seven. Nineteen seventy seven. So now you're you're looking back from nineteen seventy seven all the way until two thousand and sixteen. And I'm not saying she was like in every single film, but when you think of Princess Leia, you, you know who we're talking about. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, there's nobody. I don't think of anybody else when I there's there. I don't think that anybody else has portrayed Prince, uh, Princess Leia. No, not at all. It's like when you um, when you think of Freddy Krueger, who do you think of? You think of Robert England, right? I do actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because he's the one that basically played Freddy Krueger. I mean, he made that character his own. So when the remake came out, or when the remake, uh, you know, was in the movie theater, and and I mean, everybody on social media was like, "Well, fuck you. You're not fucking Robert England. You're not Freddy Krueger." You know, so if something were to happen to Robert England, you know, just knock on wood. Oh, yeah, that would be a kind of a, yeah. That would be uh, a complete travesty. It would be one of those surprising things, again, not being very old. Oh, uh, did I mention Meryl Streep? Yeah, so also, um, oh, the other one was Rene Russo. Oh, okay. Just to, not, she hasn't passed, uh, but this would be like a surprising thing. It was just like, what? And then, you know, you usually got to pick somebody who's fresh, too, because we lost Anton Yelchin uh, around, uh, I think, I think also this year. Oh, yeah, it was this year. Good Lord. I didn't even see his, I didn't get that far down on the list. But, um, uh, was that this year or was it early last year? Shoot, I don't remember. I don't know, actually. Just losing so many cool people. Like I was, I was, you know, torn up when uh, Robin Williams died. Oh, I know that was horrible. I mean, when you when you when you think of like Robin Williams, like he like you know brought so much um, like entertainment and joy to people's lives, you know, and to to think that he mm-hmm. was going through depression, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't well, yeah. even like he died of an illness or he died of sickness. I mean, he. He committed suicide, unfortunately, and and to to when you look at him, like you don't even like think like a guy like that, like such a like a a, a genius in in his own in his own right, you know, a guy that can that can play so many different roles, not just comedy, but when you think of comedy, you do think of Robin Williams, but mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. just to to have him die, you know, I mean it's just horrible. He died when? When did he die? In two thousand when? I I think it was 2014. I was going to say that, yeah. I believe it was August. August. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was the same month I quit smoking cigarettes. Oh, you quit uh, you quit smoking in 2014. I didn't know I didn't know you smoked. I smoked for um, uh, let's see. I started smoking when I was 19. Mhm. Mhm. And I stopped smoking when I was uh, 40. 
So over about twenty years, yeah. Yeah, we're going on uh, we're going on seven years of knowing each other, and we we must have talked about a billion trillion things that I can't even remember half the time. Now yeah. looking back, because we talked about so much stuff that I just I I never got brought up in a conversation, I guess. Well, that's true. You know, it's uh, I mean, it's I guess it'd be I we I suppose it's it's really more of a like a, a proximity thing. You know, like how more friendships usually start because you're around a person uh, all the time. And like if we had been the conversation of dipping or smoking or one of those would probably come up because it's one of the social customs that people made outside for. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> well, especially so, now since you can't smoke inside. Especially now, yes. Yeah. So, you know, the idea of like, you know, people going outside and being like, oh, here's the other smokers. And that's how you usually find out. Or, you you know, you smell it on the clothes and you're like, ah, I'm going to smoke, you know, or whatever. That kind of ritual is sort of... Uh, mm-hmm. Not really doesn't really work for people who don't uh, who don't uh, ever have never met face to face. So that's probably really what it is more than anything. But yeah, it's an interesting point. Yeah, no, I I also didn't tell you how I uh, I used to uh, shoot heroin directly into my eyeball. <laughs> well, it's better than your asshole. <laughs> well, maybe yeah, but no, I didn't really do that. That's not true. I have I've uh, I found out that if you're gonna if you're gonna shoot heroin, and I found this out on Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, right? That your mm-hmm. your asshole is a open membrane, so if you uh, you can't shoot into a vein, the next best thing is shooting into your open asshole. What about just rubbing the powder on it? I think that works too because I also heard that you can actually get drunk by shoving a bong up your ass and uh, pouring the alcohol directly into it because it's an open membrane. I've heard this as well. Did you, you hear about? Oh God, who's who the hell is talking about this? I remember listening to a podcast and somebody was talking about the uh, soaking a tampon with alcohol, and then you can do the math after that. Ooh, I've never actually. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, I guess I can do the math after that. It's like, it's got, it's got to be bad for there, you. Baby. By the way, I, I hate, it's an unfortunate segue, but I would t- like to take a moment to, to uh, acknowledge a couple of other podcasts, if that's okay. Absolutely. Be my guest. So um, there were a couple of podcasts that uh, that have uh, liked my song, uh, Dave, Dave Made a Maze, that's on SoundCloud. And I've, I've had the chance to listen to each of their podcasts recently, and I've clipped these people for Succotash, and I'd like to say hello and thank you. Uh, Gamma versus Giran style. Uh, hello, thank you. I don't know if you remember that's if you know that reference. There are people out there that know that reference. So one of the podcasts is called Pepper and the Salt Shaker. Peppers and the, Pepper and the Salt Shaker. Yes, all these people can be found on SoundCloud, by the way. Which you know, if you are listening to us, you are already on SoundCloud because I don't think you can find us anywhere else yet. But you will soon enough because I will. I will. Promising everybody, awesome. I will conquer this fucking battle and get us on iTunes. I'm not even sure that we are. Do are we? Are we on that uh, that uh, combat radio radio station in, in any still, sort of rotation yet? I'm still working on that. I just I will get us on there as well. Cool. Okay. I was just uh, just thinking about it. It's one of those by the way thoughts. It's sort of like I have lots of segues going back and forth in my brain. And but it's it's, and it's just, also nice to know that we are not the only podcast that's on uh, SoundCloud. So. No, there, there are quite a few. So, yes, um, Pepper and the Salt Shaker. So there's them. Say thank you and, uh, you know, look look for your clip on Succotash. And uh, there's one called Just In Time. Just In Time. They're also known, yes, they're also known as uh, JN, like on, on Twitter, they're 
at JNT, that's big letters, and then podcast, or I believe. And um, they have a pretty interesting show, too. There's usually three people, it seems, or at least there are three people on their logo where there were. And then um, I'd also like to thank Talk It Out, which is usually, this is one word, but it's uh, T, capital T-A-L-K, capital I-T, capital O-U-T. And that's what uh, that's their podcast on SoundClass, on SoundCloud. So once more, that is Pepper and the Salt Shaker. That is Just In Time, or JNT Podcast, and Talk It Out, all one word with three capital letters. I'd also like to say, uh, give a shout out to Subdude Podcast. That's also on iTunes because they, uh, Subdude started a podcast, oh gosh, two or three years ago. And, um, in a pretty good ongoing conversation. So, I mean, it's like, uh, there, some of the group, the people who've, uh, shown me that an ongoing conversation can be, can be a, uh, a good basis for a podcast. And, uh, so, and they're also from, uh, from over there in Europe as well. Um, they, they, they may have heard strange times. I don't know if they listen to podcasts, uh, themselves actually not offhand. I can't remember bad memory. Okay. Sweet. So check them out and, uh, well, come check us out too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. And while you're at it, uh, Christmas episodes, right? Mm-hmm. I just listened to recently to another podcast that I heard mentioned on one of these podcasts. See, cause that's how podcasts <laughs> spread is through word of mouth. Um, right. I heard uh, this of a show, a show called Super Peepee Time, and I listened to the Christmas episode, and it was really funny. They did a version of um, A Christmas Carol, and uh, brilliant. I enjoyed that great deal. Wait, what is it called? Super Peepee Time? Yeah, <laughs> yes, and that's that's not P, and that's not letters. That is the full word P E E P E E. Super Peepee Time. I don't know what it means. Super um, Peepee, uh, obey me, please. Could. What's that? That sounds like well, um, an interesting show that I would I would definitely uh, get down to listening. I mean, they all sound interesting. I plan to uh, listen to every single one of them. But um, mm. as far as like funny titles are concerned, I think that uh, I think that uh, wins the award tonight. Yeah, it's a great title. Um, it, it makes me think of uh, Brian Callen. The first year he was on Mad TV, he told a story about. Um, about uh, childhood memories that he found great and funny, and they turned out to be like kind of quasi him being abused sort of <laughs> memories. But but he was too jazzed on how how funny his own memories were to realize that he was he was apparent. It was basically just you know having terrible things happening to him. Like he he went to bed, so his parents made him wear the the soiled um, sheet as a cape, and then run around the neighborhood going, "I'm super pee pee man, I'm super pee pee man." <laughs> So that's what Super Pee Pee Time makes me think of. Right, right, right. But I don't know if that's what they where they got it from. It's, it could be could be anything really. It's that is know. that is pretty fucking funny. Ah, I also <clears throat> would like to do a uh, couple of shout outs myself. There. I would like to uh, show a uh, throw a shout out to Strange Times. Yes. Keep on uh, supporting us. We'll keep on supporting you. We love you guys. Also, uh, Succotash, of course. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, what a pair of trousers! Oh yeah, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those, those guys are it's fucking funny. like. Those guys are fucking brilliant. I mean, all those podcasts, um, Strange Times, Succotash, and uh, What a Pair of Trousers. They, um, they're just they're just brilliantly funny, class act, and uh, 
those are the type of shows that I listen to when I'm not listening to us, of course, because I'm like a big kid and I, I love listening to our show when it comes out. But, um, yeah, all, all those shows are, are, are pretty awesome, actually. And uh, hopefully we will get up to as many shows as they did. But, uh, yeah, I'm throwing a big shout-out to those guys and uh, keep up the good work, guys. Indeed. <clears throat> Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Listen to mm. us, you men. <clears throat> yeah, so let's see here. Um, did you get that link for for the uh, Avenue Q song? Yes, I'm going to look at that right now. Okay. I'll stand by. <laughs> what do we got? A little bit racist. They had something to say for everything. Yeah, it's um. So that was supposed to be that's supposed to be Gary Coleman. Um, in there, I mean Gary Coleman is a character in the show. I'm gonna have to see like the the whole version of that. Yeah, I mean I don't know if it if if it exists anywhere. Hopefully it does, but you can certainly uh you know the soundtrack has been available for uh, you know for 13 years now, and that's got most of the songs, if not all of them, on it. Um, yeah, I mean, there are people that you don't meet as main characters. Uh, um, well, that's not important. That's not important. So anyway. Ow. You okay Ow. there, bud? Say the one now. You okay there? I think so. Cool. <clears throat> So, um, did you hit everything you wanted to talk about? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I got to thinking about this, um, I got to thinking about this funny story, right? Okay. Um, when I was down there having my cancer stick. Um, Mm -hmm. oh yes. I was a guest in 2016 of Strange Times, quite a few times actually. But this, this one particular time. I guess they decided to do two shows in one day, like, you know, because we all, obviously, we record everything, not live, so. So there I was on on the one show, and I guess they forgot that I was still on Skype because they went into one show and then went into the other show, and I'm like, hey, fellas, I'm still here. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, oh, shit. So they got stuck with me twice. That's, that's funny. I think I might have heard that. Um, I don't remember which episodes they were, or how recent, uh, but I do remember hearing. I remember hearing you be on at least one, and then uh, I think I might have heard one where they said that where you're like, "I'm still here," and I think I thought it was like um, like a joke, like they had just recorded it and replayed it, like you know, because they play sound bites on the show. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That was definitely not a soundbite. That was that was me legitimately like, okay, they haven't hung up. They haven't said goodbye. They're like, it went from like one show. They didn't like kind of end it, and they were like, so shall we do another? Oh, bloody smashing, bloody bloody marvelous. We'll do another. And they went right into the other show, and I'm like, hey guys, the American is still here. <laughs> hey guys. <clears throat> ah, but uh, to 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 have a true funny story. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Yo, all right. So anyone that's out there listening, you always have like that one person at work, like who is like absolutely like utterly fucking annoying. Like you just want to like kill them. You know what I mean? Um, officially, no. I've never wanted to kill another human being. Well, I mean, not legitimately, but like figuratively speaking, of course. Of course. So this happened to my, <clears throat> excuse me, this happened to my brother-in-law, Vincent, right? Okay. He worked, uh, he worked at the Wisp, which is a, uh, resort down in Maryland. And apparently there was this guy who used to, like, bum things from people, like, I guess cigarettes, food, money, whatever, particularly cigarettes, right? Okay. So... This guy, like, walked up to Vincent acting all sad and shit, and he's like, oh, my grandfather died, and I'm all distraught, can I have a cigarette? So, you know, Vincent being Vincent, he's like, yeah, yeah, no problem, man, you're all right, you know, you want to talk about it or whatever? So he gives him a cigarette, and about two days later, he overhears him talking, this this guy talking to his mother, and he's like, oh, by the way, how's Grandpa doing? And basically, Vincent didn't say nothing to the guy, but Vincent's like wait a second, I thought this guy died. Are you telling me, like, you know, he, like, resurrected in, like, two days? He has, like, the, the, the secret of resurrection? He's playing on my fucking feels now all of a sudden to bomb a cigarette? And the, and the more he's talking, dude, the, the fucking funnier the story's becoming, and I'm dying. Like, I pissed myself. Oh, no. It, not literally. Not literally, of course, but, you know, okay. I mean, it's funnier the way he the way he was describing it, but I was fucking dying. He's like, mm-hmm. why is he got to play on my feels for? <laughs> so they thought the person was dead? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, this 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 guy like literally said, like, his <clears> grandfather <throat> died. Can he have a cigarette? And, of course, Vincent being oh. Vincent, he's like, yeah, you can have a cigarette. And then, like, two days later, like, he, he was at work. That guy was at work, and he overheard him talking to his mother. And he's like, oh, how's, how's Grandpa doing? So Vin- this is why Vincent got pissed off, because he's, like, thinking to himself, wait a second. This guy got done telling me, like, two days ago his grandfather died. Now, all of a sudden, he's, like, back alive again. Like, he resurrected. Like, do you have, like, the you like the fucking reanimator, you know? No, uh, Herbert West? Huh? Herbert West? Yeah, 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 Is yeah. He... Herbert West, by, fucking played reanimator. By Jeffrey, played by Jeffrey Combs? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Herbert West, reanimator, yeah. Got good old uh, Miskatonic University. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, it's just like, you know, it, I mean, it's just those funny stories that you hear all the time. Like, there's this one guy who I will, <clears throat> I'm going to have like a dragnet moment, right? Um, you, mean, you mean like Jack Webb, Harry Morgan dragnet? Yes, like the original dragnet guys. Mm-hmm. Always in the beginning of dragnet, you're like, you know, they're... They always say, like, you know, the cases are real, the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the crime is real, but the names have been changed to protect the innocent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a guy <clears throat> who's working at a truck stop right now on a mountain in Maryland who I associate, and, and this is where a traveling hunter goes around. See, 
on this show, I'm the one that, like, you know, does, like, all the traveling and stuff, so you might as well just call me Wandering Hunter, so. Although, though, I did have a purpose to go down to Maryland. So, but right now, on a mountain, in Maryland, Maryland. at a truck stop, there's a guy who I associate with, uh, the guy from fucking Silence of the Lambs, fucking, you know, Buffalo Bill. Oh, that one. Jim, Jim Gum? Exactly. Although, I'm not going to say his real name, but and I'm not saying like this guy goes home and like kills people and shit, but if you look at this guy, he he might as well be like, you know, like he goes home and puts on like his fucking meat robe and shit and he like tucks his dick and he's like, "Goodbye horses." My horses. <laughs> fuck me. I'd fuck me. I'd fuck hard. me hard. I'd fuck me hard. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's just funny stories, you know, like you can make up a story about anything and it's fucking hilarious, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny that you mentioned um, um, Maryland because I just recently saw the um, first episode of Hannibal, the TV series. Oh, okay. Like yesterday, I just saw it. I was because um, I'd never seen it, but I heard things. You know, I just don't have I don't have television, but we got um, the ability to watch some more television programs uh, that I have to catch up on. So yeah, I watched. Uh, I'd seen the first episode of Hannibal. It's uh, I like. It's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting place that it started. So I'm, I'm looking. Have you seen the television series at all? Uh, Hannibal, not yet, but I'm I'm definitely gonna check it out. What uh, what channel? Oh gosh, well I mean I I, I watch it on Amazon. Oh uh, Amazon, that's a that, oh, yeah. I love. Everyone out there should know right now that I am a complete fucking Amazon whore. Amazon's great. It's a great resource. It's uh, it's got uh, it, but yeah. So it's on the Amazon Video. Um, I like it. It's uh, it starts. The story takes place somewhere between. Now, have you read the books as well and seen the movies, all the other ones? Uh, yeah, I read uh, Silence of the Lambs, and I've I've definitely seen all the, uh, the the movies associated with it. So you saw both Michael Mann's Manhunter and the Brett Ratner remake, Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now Red and Dragon is the one that Sorry. had Edward Norton in it, right? Yes, it was Ed yes. Norton as Will Graham. As Will Graham and uh, in um, in Manhunter, it was um, the actor who I can't think of his name, but he was the. You remember the original show, the CSI show before CSI Miami? There was the one in Vegas. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The guy who stars in that, who um, used to anyway. I don't know if he still does. I don't know if the show is still in production. If it has, it's been up for like twenty five years um, <laughs> or something. But um, his name is I think his name is Will. He was also in um, I think he was in the second Young Guns movie or maybe the first one. Can't remember his name, but um, that actor he, he plays Will Graham that Ed Norton plays in, the, and the um, and Hannibal uh, um, uh, Lecter is played by Brian Cox. Uh, okay, which is interesting. So, so yeah, the that's TV's a, that's another one like Hannibal Lecter. Like mm. to to me, it's always going to be. Um, oh, I'm drunk blanks tonight. Mm-hmm. You, you know who I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to say it, or do you want me to let you think for a bit more? No, no, no. Go ahead and say it. I don't mind. I can cut out the air. I mean, it's like I, I, it's it's kind of a sickness that I keep popping in with the answer all the time for me. You know, it's like, no, it's, no, that, I, that, I, that, I, that's a good sickness to have. Uh, Anthony oh, Hopkins. Okay. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hello, yeah, Clarice. That, it's so good to hello. see you again. Hello, Clarice. Yeah. So that was the uh, line. I said, did you breastfeed her? Huh? Toughened your nipples, didn't it? <laughs> 
He just <laughs> fucked himself when he said that. Like, he was about to, like, have, like, this whole, like... Oh, so, like, yeah. He was to be, like, a free man, but, like, he, he had, like, a whole, like, um... Like, he was gonna have, like, a view and shit and all that. Like, he was gonna, like, live, like, lavishly, you know, in wherever the hell he was going until, like, he opened his mouth and said that shit. Yeah, he couldn't resist. It's hilarious. So, uh, did you ever see Hannibal Rising, the uh, prequel? Mm. Cause it was also I did, actually. I saw that in the movie theater. Okay, yeah. I, I read the book, and I've seen the film. It's, but I, I've read all the books. I'll do all four of them. Um, there might be more, but all four of the ones I know. So it'd be Red Dragon, The Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, and Hannibal Rising is the order in which they were published. Um, so, so the TV series happens somewhere between Hannibal Rising and Red Dragon. Okay. So it's nice. in that space. Yeah, yeah, it's that sort of, mm, who knows space, you know. Um, see, that's another Jack- thing I'm going to have to add to my bucket list now because I definitely now have to see that because anything that has to, Anything like <clears throat> associating something that interests me, and that does interest me, I I have to see now, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's interesting stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. So so yeah, if you get a chance, it's a, at least see the first episode because I think you might be interested in the direction it takes. Oh, if you do yeah, end up like I fucking like did I did I recently tell you because like you know obviously you and I like and. Uh, you know, just so everyone out there knows, like we we try to put out a show at least once a week. You know what I mean? Usually, yeah. I mean, but, I've given it a shot, yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, but see, this is why you're so awesome, dude, is because you and I we we record like so much stuff, right? We try to, we try to, certainly, yeah. I yeah, like to have a lot in the can. We, we try to, but usually we do put out a show at least once a week, or you know, every other week. But we do keep current, where most podcasts kind of fall to the wayside. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. I mean, like, if we had true competition, I mean, like, true competition, like, in the sense of competition, like, I would definitely say, like, Strange Times kicks our ass a little bit because they put out a show every week. Well, we do, too, but we tend to record a lot in one session so that we could break it down and have, like, you know, okay, one week we we record this, one week we, you know, upload that. So we're not, like, waiting for, like, months and months on end, but... Definitely, like, in the past couple of weeks, I want to say, like, you and I both have been busy with, you know, with, you know, everyday life, you know? So, oh, yeah. this past month, I, I've, like, binge-watched, like, the shit out of, like, The Flash, you know? On, oh, The uh, Flash, on, yeah. Uh, Netflix. So, okay, I yeah. could definitely, like, binge-watch, you know, Hannibal. That's, that's you know, and, and Amazon, like I said, like, I'm already a member of Amazon, so it's, you know, no-brainer there, you know? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the Flash. That's one. That, uh, eventually, I'm going to watch that one. But I'm going to try and get to um, the point, our uh, point in Arrow that they cross over, basically, and then. Oh kind of... yeah, the Arrow, dude. Definitely. I mean, if you uh, if you love the Arrow, you will definitely love the Flash. And they do crossover episodes because. And how I mm-hmm. got into watching the Flash is like I'm a big. Obviously, you know, I'm a big DC fan. I love Batman. Mm-hmm. Um. I started watching The Flash basically because Kevin Smith was talking about it. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm directing the episode of The Flash, The Flash, The Flash. And I'm like, let me sit down and watch oh, yeah. this shit. And I have to admit, like, I've never been, like, a Flash fan. But watching this particular show uh, was, was fucking awesome. Like, it opened up, like, a whole interest for me on The Flash. 
That's cool. Well, I mean, it had been done before in a, in a series, and it was done pretty popularly, I, I believe, uh, at least for a little while. Um, so, yeah, I, looked, I, I saw the uh, five-minute preview uh, when they first ran it. They had kind of the crossover and sort of, like, brought you into what the world was going to look like and whatnot. Um, when that was released, I thought, yeah, I could, I could, I could get into this. This looks interesting. Well, this um, is why this is why DC is is so much stronger than um, the you know the Marvel universe because uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 I'm I'm sure a lot of people are gonna give me shit but DC is better come on now I mean think about this I mean back in like I mean you had like all right if you want to talk about TV series not like movies but like TVs you had like <clears throat> so many versions of of Superman, right? Oh yeah, DC. Mm-hmm. Throughout throughout the time, like you know, throughout our lifetime, I guess, whatever. Yeah. Even before we were alive. Um, so you had like a, a bunch of different versions of Superman. You had Adams West Batman, cartoons of Batman. And you have now recently you have Supergirl. You have. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say you have the Flash, the Arrow, so like they're they're coming strong, dude. Like even if they do have strong Marvel movies and very few DC movies, they still have it in the TV uh, in the TV uh, spot. You know what I mean? Oh uh, sure, yeah. I mean most of the Marvel stuff right now is uh, is straight to Netflix, but they're developing like uh, some you know major series over there it's uh, that i would like to get netflix eventually and be able to see those well that about does it for the anti-social show i'm tyson saner and i'm hunter block be decent to each other